turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's really a privilege to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And what we're going to be talking about and looking at scriptures this week is about a very natural thing that we do every day, but we need to see the spiritual aspect of it as well. What we're talking about is seeing, S-E-E-I-N-G. And I'm not an ophthalmologist or an eye doctor, Junie, but I know that there's a problem in natural vision that's called double vision. And that's seeing two images of one object. That is an eye problem that can be resolved. However, as believers in the Messiah, as lovers of God, as born-again believers, I want to say that we really do need double vision. We need to see with our natural eyes, but we also are called to see with spiritual eyes. So that's what we're calling double vision this week. And if we rely only on natural sight, Juni, we can look at scriptures and really see that that can cause problems. And I remember, Shelley, uh, both of us being Jews, you coming from an Orthodox background. Uh, here we were married 10 years, and I discovered that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, and the Savior of the world. And that turned our life upside down with three children your being an executive vice president of a stock brokerage firm. Uh, Our whole life was centered in the love that we had for each other and our children and you wanting to make a million dollars. And everything changed, Shelley, because Jesus changed the way I saw life. Really? Wow. And I remember so many times thinking that there was something wrong with me because I would see something and say, Shelly, did you see that? And you would say to me, no. 
And for years and years, I thought there was something wrong with me, Shelley, with the way I saw things or looked at things. And it took years of my discovering that it was a gift that God gave me either of a word of knowledge or being able to see into uh, the unseen world in looking at a person or a situation and seeing something differently. And so I, I, think it's so important for you and I and our listeners to be um, consciously aware of what we're seeing, what we're looking at, and how we view situations and ask ourselves a question, are we seeing it through our natural eyes or is the Lord opening our eyes to see something through his eyes? Amen, really. That's good, Junie. And, you know, if we only see through natural eyes, great difficulties can come about as a result of that. For example, we see right away in Genesis, remember Adam and Eve were put in the Garden of Eden, and they were told they could eat of all trees except this one. And in Genesis 3, 6, we see this. Eve saw that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was good for food, pleasant to the eyes, and desirable to make one wise. She saw naturally. She acted on her natural uh, reactions, and we know <laughs> that was the fall of man right there. When we look in Second Samuel chapter 11, it says in verses 1 and 2, At the time that kings went out to battle, David stayed at home and one evening went out on the roof of his house and he saw a beautiful woman bathing. Well, we know this was a disastrous situation because he saw Bathsheba. He had an affair with Bathsheba. He had her husband killed and the baby that resulted from David and Bathsheba's joining died. It was a disastrous thing. We go on and look in the book of Joshua after the battle of Ai. It says in in Joshua 7, beginning at verse 20, they narrowed it down because God revealed there was sin in the camp. And they narrowed it down to a, a man named Achan. And in verse 20 it says, And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I have done. When I saw, there it is, when I saw among the spoils, a beautiful Babylonian garment, 200 shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels. I coveted them and took them, and there they are, hidden in the earth in the midst of my tent with the silver under it. He took them. This caused, of course, uh, Achan and his family were killed for that. But we need to be careful because what we see, we can begin to covet and fall into great sin. There's a wonderful New Testament example of that, Junie, when we know the story about Jesus walking on water, calling to his disciples, and Peter said, if that's you, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter was walking on the water toward Jesus. And then it says, but when he saw the wind, he began to sink. So if we are only looking through natural eyes, Junie, we're going to (laughs) sink, literally speaking, And we need a spiritual perception and not rely just on our natural eyesight. And we see, Shelley, in Psalm 119, 
verse 37, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity, idols, and idolatry, and restore me to vigorous life and health in your ways. Jimmy, that says it all, doesn't it? It really does. And when we look to the Lord... And remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the Mm. truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. When we look to the Lord and his ways, and we see through his word and his eyes how he views something, everything in our life will change, and God's life will be reflected in our lives, and the people around us will be eternally affected. hallelujah. You know, Junie, if we stopped now and repeated this every day this week, it would be enough because there it is. If we could make a covenant with God and we would say, turn away my eyes from looking at vanity, our spiritual walk would improve greatly. And you know, Junie, it reminds me of the week that I got saved in 1974 through the ministry of Art Katz. And I wondered, you know, I was a brand new believer. I said, Art, you're such a virile looking man. You're a good looking man. What about temptations when you travel and you're not even with your wife for weeks and months at a time? And he looked at me and he said, Shelly, I talked to my eyeballs. I said, what's wrong with this man? What is he talking about? But you know what? That's a biblical verse in John in Job chapter 31, verse 1. Job says, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a young woman? You know what? If every man, I don't care how old or young they are, if you know Jesus, you need to make a covenant with your eyes and God will honor that and you will live a life that's so much purer than you're living now. And you know, Shelley, the scripture tells us that our eyes are the windows yes, of our heart. that's right. And um, someone can look in our eyes, and if our heart is directed towards the Lord, and we're loving the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that's the the call to Israel. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Yes, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with Hallelujah. all thy heart soul, mind, and strength, if we are, in fact, living in and through the Lord, it will reflect through our eyes, and our eyes will always behold the Lord and always remember who he is, because his life inside of us will convict our hearts if we're looking at something unclean. And, you know, who's free from uh, not looking at all those things? Only God could do this to you. And we need to ask ourselves, what, what kind of books are we reading? What kind of movies do we watch? What kind of pictures do we see? So we need to really see that seeing is such a vital ingredient. And so many people have been caught up in seeing things that are just so in opposition to God in his ways, we need to be purified by him. And one way our lives could be a lot purer is turning our eyes away from looking at vanity. And you know, Shelley, things aren't separated. What we see affects oh, how yes. we think. Amen. And 
that's where sin begins. That's right. Through a thought that is um, what? Uh, meditated on, it's, ingested, and that thought, when uh, it enters a heart and takes action, that's right, actually becomes sin. So, um, Paul obviously knew what he was talking about when he wrote in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 that we should present our bodies unto the Lord as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service to the Lord, and not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we might know what is the true and the good and and the acceptable will of God. Yes, Lord. And, you know, um, the Bible tells us, and our prayer should be, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. And then we would really be followers of Jesus because he didn't want to go to the cross. Everything inside of him opposed it because he was the son of man. But in that hour, he said, Father... Forgive, no, not my will, but thy will be done. And he fulfilled the calling of why he was born. Well, when we read Romans 12, 1, we have to remember that our our eyes are part of our bodies that we must commit to the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you that you want your people to have spiritual sight as well as natural sight and that our lives would be purified when we see by the eye of the Spirit and discern by the eye of the Spirit. We pray that for us and every one of our listeners in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box. 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 And you can also contact them on their website ShellyandJuneVolk.com That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com Until next time The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.